Hello, everyone. Welcome to Therapy Secrets. This is Jason Conover, your host, uh, Arbinger trained facilitator, life coach, and therapist. So we've been talking about different things on this podcast, um, and one of the things that I'll continue to focus on is the importance of focusing on the desired outcome. This is uh, such an interesting principle, and I really see it playing out with my clients all the time. I think we um, may, without even realizing it, have a lot of emotional attachment and uh, investment in the problems because we've been trying to solve them and we can even come to identify with them. And it's uh, a real challenge uh, to work in the therapy space where um, someone is is very committed uh, to those challenges and really focusing on them and analyzing them a lot. Um, a client I was working with just today, uh, a brilliant young man, is um, really quite uh, stifled because he's so um, so riveted in, in the analysis of, of the problem. So this can be challenging because sometimes we don't necessarily know what we want to focus on. And um, sometimes we can get so steeped in the sadness and the depression that it can seem like that's everything. It's um, pervasive and, and all-encompassing. And that is a really challenging place. And so I want to bring up again the importance here of the outward mindset. And that is, again, our um, connectedness with other people and particularly really seeing other people and realizing that we're not alone, that we do impact others, and that we can see others' hopes and needs and fears as being relevant um, uh, as our own are. And um, I just wanted to highlight, uh, uh, I think, an important concept we talk about um, in therapy, that if you change behavior or emotions or um, thoughts, you you get change. This is considered a triad. Um, But in the uh, Arbinger model, we'll look at um, something that's deeper than behavior. And I wanted to just share kind of an idea using exercise as an example. So therapeutically, um, it's pretty well known that exercise can help uh, improve mood, can decrease depression, can help overall well-being. And it's really cool how there's this kind of connection between mind and body. But what's good for our bodies tends to be also good for our minds. And um, yet with this, oftentimes we find it very difficult um, on the therapy side to... Um, invite or or persuade, but really just thinking about being in the trenches to get oneself to do the exercise. So although it's perfectly logical and we know that it makes sense and that it will probably help, um, there's this challenge in actual behavioral activation. That's the fancy term for anything we do that helps move us to a, a greater degree of behavior or activity that tends to be antidepressant and helpful, which is really cool. So um, in terms of that, if we think about it as deeper, so I want to just highlight that a lot of times we try to focus right on that level that we want to have change or on the problem. And we want to try to remember that to focus deeper. And so in terms of exercise, we can step back and recognize that I may be struggling with energy. Like I may not feel like I'm motivated. I may not have the the um, desire 
to to get up and and exercise. I may not have a good ritual system set up, um, and this is a very uh, good area to think about the ritual. Um, I may not have the support or the the system that's really um, going to work. A classic example might be someone um, works full time. They wake up in the morning just in time to get to work. That's already pretty hard. They may not even get breakfast. Um, they may use uh, caffeine to just try and get energized for the day. Work all day, pretty intense, not too many breaks, maybe not that good of balance with uh, with enjoying the day and the journey. And um, and maybe get a little bit of food, um, maybe not always the healthiest food on the, on the path, and then hurry home to engage in whatever tasks and demands are, are at home, uh, whether that's helping prepare food, taking care of um, children, uh, helping with homework. Um, and then finally, a person may feel like they have a just a moment to relax possibly and they may want to engage in TV or movies or play games uh, online or, or social media or or even read a book or something that could be um, good or, or share some time with with a uh, with uh, a friend or a family member but we can see where it's really not a lot of um, good ritual or availability there for um, for that exercise to happen so that all can be challenging, and we can just run into walls when we try to do direct um, behavior change often. So um, what we find, and what I think about, is that the behavior is at one level. And underneath that, often we might see emotions and thoughts. And underneath that is mindset. And so understanding and remembering that, um, that those levels can be incredible uh, for, for um, tapping into something deeper. Um, one time I learned from a, a spin coach that there's three primary things that they've found in the research really can help with exercise success. Um, those three are buddy, measurement, and baby steps. So I want to talk about buddy uh, and particularly, and I'll touch on the others, but and how to times 10 that uh, with outward mindset. So uh, we all know probably kind of a buddy system. So if I have a workout buddy, um, that can make a huge difference in my success. Now that could be a coach, that could be teammates, um, or that could just be uh, uh, a workout buddy um, that we have, friend or family member. So for almost two years, me and my oldest son, Eric, shout out to him, uh, did CrossFit. Five days a week, really without missing, as far as I know. It was the most consistent, longest duration uh, exercise that I ever did. It was fantastic. We didn't miss. For me, I wasn't going to um, let my son down. He was planning on it. It was our routine. It became ritualized, and we did it in the morning, first thing. It was early. It was a little bit challenging sometimes for sleep. But that was our ritual, that was our commitment, and I was never going to let him down. And he never, ever backed out on me. He was very motivated and had a great desire to do this. So together, we we formed that buddy, uh, and we really helped each other. We encouraged each other. We cheered each other on. We we spotted each other. We did all kinds of things that, that helped in that, in that process. And it was a great, unifying experience. It was really bonding for us. We We shared it together. We 
we worked hard together and it was uh, built a, an amazing um, uh, set of memories and experiences for us as we really shared that together. So we're hitting on a lot of different positives there that are going along with the behavior. Obviously the exercise, um, we're doing a lot of strength um, building. We're doing something really hard together, which is helping us bond and also feeling uh, really great overcoming that, that challenge, you know, completing the workout each each day. Um, and I will do a little shout out for uh, um, CrossFit in terms of we did the workout of the day. So um, we were just going online and they are awesome to publish uh, every day uh, workout of the day. And what that did for us was also built a, a ritual and a structure. There's a high amount of structure there because that became our ritual as the challenge was to do the workout of the day. Pretty much every day we did the workout of the day, only sometimes we had to modify it a little bit if we didn't have the equipment or if we were on vacation. Um, and so we sometimes changed it up a little to a workout that was more feasible, but almost always you can do that too. You can just change it around. So structure, consistency, and having that buddy is really important. Um, now, outward mindset. Sometimes people have a hard time exercising because they, for tons of reasons, all the reasons you know, you could ride on a big lift. But sometimes it's because it feels selfish. I've got family members that need me. Um, uh, I need to provide. I need to work. Um, all, all different things. And, and to exercise can sometimes feel like it's just for, for me. And I want to really spin that on its head. There's a great discovery um, that I made with, with uh, the Arbinger material and the outward mindset is that if we really see people, we can realize that there's an outward mindset way to exercise. I can be thoughtful, considerate, and really motivated, actually, by the benefit that can come through me exercising towards other people in my life. So I may not be exercising with um, clients, for example, I'm not. And yet, if I think about them and really consider them as fellow human beings, I realize that exercise can help me be a lot more energetic, dynamic, and helpful, and also more of a role model. There's moral authority. If I'm exercising, I have a lot greater leverage to um, inspire clients, family members, and others to, to exercise. The way I walk, the way I hold myself, the, um, the energy, my complexion, um, the, everything gets impacted and affected. So when I think about it that way, it actually starts to turn into a real service um, rather than a selfish. So thinking about my family, a lot of, I have um, kids that are, uh, love sports and endurance um, sports, mountain biking and, and skiing and all kinds of things. Uh, and I love to do those activities with them. I love to go backpacking and camping. And when I think about exercise in terms of how to make it more um, uh, available, that I can do those kind of things more easily with them, it taps into that outward mindset. It's now a service rather than selfish. I'm connecting with other people, even if they're not there. I realize the exercise can be a service. It can be a way of being responsible and alive in the world with them. That if I'm in, in shape and my and my son wants to wrestle with me, I'm ten times more likely to engage in that activity with joy and and spontaneity versus if I am out of shape and haven't been working out. And it would be the easiest thing 
to just turn down that request and to just feel like, no way, I'm, I'm too tired, I'm too old, and all these uh, justifications that we can throw out there and really feel, um, too, because I may actually not be in shape, uh, it may even be hard for me to, to mobilize in, in those kind of ways. So by thinking about people and really thinking about what their hopes are, their dreams, their fears, their amazing motivation to come to do different things. We're just using the example of exercise here. And the motivation, the, the energy that can come from that is amazing. I like to think about sometimes when I'm doing a hard workout, if my child needed me, um, for example, to run fast or, or run long to assist them with something that I could do that. So I kind of tap into that in my exercise. It really makes a difference. It gives me a purpose in the suffering and in the in the difficulty in the training it puts a, a a real value rather than just myself because if it's just me it's really easy to justify it's really easy to slide into i'm not giving it my all or not giving it my best um, and coming up with uh with excuses because any day i can feel tired or just not feel um up for the uh the workout so hopefully that's really um uh interesting and and something um, valuable for you guys. I know it's made a huge difference for me in my life in so many areas. I am very interested in energy. I'm very interested in motivation and having lots of those um, things for, for you to feel so that you can really do the things that are going to make a difference for you, for your mood, and for, uh, for your life. So um, that's a wrap for this podcast. Uh, please send me messages and let me know how it's going. And again, the purpose of this podcast is your happiness.